Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, this is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness. roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are kicking off hour number two of the show, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. My man, Demon Cotton, he's back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm your boy, Q, and I'm at the home studio myself. And now joining us on the phone lines to kick off hour number two is our good friend, Cassie Soto, from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. You can find her on Twitter, at underscore Cassie Soto. And Cassie, before we get started, I wanted to uh, pass along this text message that Vegas Pete just sent us on our Salmon Ash text line. He said... Cassie is one of those people that has sunshine in her voice, always upbeat. Has she come over to the dark side yet and joined her pops? You lose a little <laughs> sunshine, but you gain a lot of badass being in Raider Nation. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate the comment. But uh, as my journalistic integrity here, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, uh, Ed. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be, I know, right? I'm going to be honest. It makes my job a lot more fun when the Raiders win. So how about we leave it at that? No, I mean that's look that that's work? that man that works and that works in a major way. That is what what everybody wants. I don't care what team you cover. I don't care what part of the country you're in. Whoever it is, you want them to win because it makes the job so much more fun. That and, and interviewing the players afterwards too. We get more than three <laughs> words usually. How about that? <laughs> right. Exactly. No, you're you're right about that. And believe me, I've I've covered some losers in my life. Right. I've been yes. some places that has just been dark, dark days, and it's like, oh gosh, here you go. Did, did you guys talk about though? Did you see that picture of the reporter who held up the Stanley Cup? Afterwards, did you guys go through all that drama already I, earlier in the week? I didn't talk about it, but I did see no. it. And that's something, I mean, I wouldn't do that, right? I mean, right. like, I'll be the first to say that I'm a Raider fan, but I'm also a guy that I feel like I can be very objective. Like, okay, this stinks. I'm going to say it stinks. If it's good, I'll say it's, it's good. But I don't think, and maybe, hey, look, I don't know. I've never covered the team when they won a Super Bowl. So maybe if they won yeah. a Super Bowl and Mark Davis handed me the Lombardi trophy, maybe I would hold it up. I don't know. <laughs> DeMond's looking at me right now like he's like, I'm calling BS, Q. Exactly. They were like, Q, you want to hold the trophy? Nah, guys, I can't do it. I got to remain impartial. I you mean, be like, yo, get, let me get a pick. I'm framing this. <laughs> the way, so but, that was the thing, right? That's where, like, because I'm like, okay, so it was, I think Gabriel Landeskog was the one. So the team captain handed the guy the trophy. So, right. like, are you going to disrespect the team captain, right? And I think that, and I don't know the backstory on the reporter, but I think he's like a lifelong, like Denver, like he's born and raised Denver. So he has connections, right? Kind of, you know, Q being from the Bay, kind of sort of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest issue was, is not, I mean, aside from, yes, he maybe should have been celebrating. And there was a few uh, spilt over beer bottles, you know, on the floor there, if you zoom into the picture, but that he posted it on Twitter. Right. Because I have a like, you know, so like maybe that that's where it's like if you're going to celebrate, okay, because maybe they were behind closed doors or, you know, in the locker room, maybe you can't really make out where they are. But the fact that he put it on Twitter and I think he said like the caption was something like um, greatest moment in my career or something like top moment in my career. 
Oh, yeah. See, and the one thing I'll tell you, regardless, I mean, as I said it before, I am a fan. Uh, I'll always admit being a fan. Uh, if the Raiders won the Super Bowl, I would never be like, oh, hey, we did it. Like, that's what something you, you know, it. like you'll never, ever hear me say we. Uh, that's a that's a bad word when it comes to uh, doing what we do. And so I would never, ever say that. Or I don't think in the way that they posed with it, too, it was like it was almost like they had just won it. So I don't think I would have done that. Now, if Mark Davis handed me the trophy, like I would I would hand it. I would grab it and hold it up or whatever like that. But I'm with yeah. you. I, I don't think I don't think we're taking pictures and put it on Twitter. I don't, that's something you got to keep to yourself. I'm going to just send it to my dad and call it a day. He can enjoy that moment. He <laughs> right. loves that. Exactly. That's something, and that'll, that'll be my backup. Like, I had to do it for my dad. Like, do you know how disappointed my dad would be if I didn't grab the Lombardi? Like, exactly. This is for me. This is for Los. Right. And you know what? I'm going to use your dad, too, because I'd say, you know what? Los would be upset if I didn't do it either. <laughs> they would. He would. So there you go. Again, we're talking with Cassie Soto here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Now, we haven't talked since you put that uh, that picture of uh, Indomitian Sue on NFL Live, and uh, it really went viral. I mean, Mina Kimes was retweeting it. Many people were retweeting it, quote tweeting it, stealing it. But, I mean, it was it was something, you know. And so yeah. uh, now that it's been a, a couple weeks and the, and the noise, has kind of settled down behind Sue. What is your gut feeling? Do you think that the Raiders at some point reach out to him and try to make a move? I th- I, I think now he was just on like a little media media train here. You yeah. know, he was trying to just stir the pot a little bit because if he was as big of a, you know, um, free agent or as big as, you know, a star, I'm thinking he thinks he probably is, we would have talked about who he signed with already. Right? right. Yeah. So I think now maybe he was just maybe yeah, trying to ruffle some feathers. Maybe he was talking to some other teams. Was it? I know it was the, the Raiders and who was the other? I can't think of the Minnesota. I think was, was Minnesota. Reported. That's right. Yeah. The Vikings. Yeah, yep. the Vikings was what I saw all over. Um, so maybe he was trying to ruffle the Vikings feathers. And so at this point now, it's been two weeks now. I think so. Yeah. I think it's it died down and. You know, I think what, he was making like $8 million that last year in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the, the, the Raiders are not, you know, going to throw, throw away that kind of cash. So, I think he'd really have to take a team-friendly deal. And maybe he was just trying to, you know, reel somebody in one last time before he's like, all right, well, it looks like i got to take a zero or two off to, to make it on the team this year. And that's the thing for me, Cassie. I think that maybe the Raiders would have interest, but his asking price has got to be way lower than what it was in Tampa. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at maybe $4 million, and that's probably with incentives. Maybe that would entice him to, to see what he's got. But I just, knowing this regime, and I don't know them personally, but from what we've seen so far, it looks like that they're not going to overspend for anybody. No, for sure. And I mean, 35 years old, you know, that's, I feel like that's still prime for not an NFL football player, but for a guy who hasn't missed games since 2011, I believe it is. Yeah. Like, you know, people look at that, and um, 35 is 35 when you're playing in this league, and I think, yeah, he just has to maybe do a little soul-searching there and understand, yeah, people are not going to be paying top dollar for him, and if he wants to be on a roster next year, he's got to agree to some terms. Right, absolutely. We're talking with Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. On Monday, I was on a Zoom call with Derek Carr. He was about to be in that golf tournament. Actually, he's going to be in that golf tournament later on this month up in Lake Tahoe. And so he, he's at some point in the conversation, got to the point of the Raiders aren't being talked about enough. And you cover the Raiders like a glove. I cover the Raiders like a glove. Do you think that the outside world, outside of Las Vegas and Raider Nation, is talking about the Raiders and their, their current regime enough? You know what? I see on Twitter, so we have, like, our tweet deck, right? So anytime something with Raiders pops yeah. up, like, yep. I'll get notified or whatever. 
And there's people like the national guys. Oh, I can't forget his name, but he had the Raiders like uh, sweeping the Chiefs this year. It was a fantasy guy. Oh, I mean, oh Adam Rank. Adam Rank. Yes. He had them sweeping the Chiefs this year and like and winning the division. I was like, oh, okay, they're doing that. All right, sure, sure, sure. And uh, the Good Morning Football, I think too, they were saying, you know, that they've got some uh, decent chance here in the AFC West. And I, you know, obviously um, David Carr is always, you know, right. the first one to talk about the Raiders. But I mean, he is on a national platform, so he gets his colleagues to start talking about the Raiders. But no, I think I think they're in a good spot, and I think even. More, like, wouldn't the Raiders at this point maybe almost want to be sort of that underdog? Because I feel like it's almost more rewarding when nobody's talking about you, nobody, you know, everybody's doubting you, and then you come in and you make it to the playoffs and you finally win a playoff game, you know, like, and you can rub it in everybody's face. Like, I feel like that's almost even a little bit more satisfying than giving you some props right now for making it to the first round of the playoffs and, and get knocked out. Like, you know, like, what are you expecting right now from the national level? There's been a bunch of new changes, a whole new coaching staff, a bunch of new players. So I don't know what kind of praise they're expecting to get right now, but I, I, in due time, if they do their jobs right, it's going to come. And I feel like that's almost a little bit more gratifying. Since you mentioned NFL Network and Good Morning Football, I have to ask you the million-dollar million question. Did you see when they put up the, that Zoom call that I was on? <laughs> and I was on it. <laughs> this is why I leave my camera off, Q. <laughs> My bad. I did see it. I did see it. <laughs> Knock it all. I was like, oh, Q, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, I had no idea that I was going to be on Good Morning Football. I had my wave cap on. I, you know, I was listening. You know how it is when someone's talking directly to you and you yeah. just kind of get in the okay, okay, or whatever. Like, when you know, I didn't know that it was going to end up on NFL Network, but whatever. It is what it yeah, is. It's fine. It's fine. You got it. Was a good, it gave everybody a good laugh. How about that, Q? You just yeah. put a smile on a bunch of people's faces. Yeah. <laughs> For one reason or the other, I gave him a smile, right? That's hilarious. So let me ask you the million-dollar question because I know that you're preparing to go on your vacation before training camp gets started. You're about to uh, cruise the world and take care of that. So uh, where, where are you and the fiancé headed? So we, our flight is at 11.30 p.m. tonight. We are headed to the Eastern Caribbean. We're going to be doing uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. We're going to be hitting up the British Virgin Islands, wow. the Bahamas. St. Martin. Oh, yeah. It's an eight-day eight day cruise, and we are so excited. Wow. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. I like it. You need, you need a, a homeboy to come along for, on the trip? <laughs> hey, they, okay. Apparently, they dropped the luggage weight down to 40 pounds, so I filled that up real quick. So if you can, if you can shrink yourself to, like, three pounds, you might be able to fit in the suitcase, too. Well, Demar could go, then. Okay. Let, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cassie, I was going to ask you, I've never been on a cruise, but people just swear by them. What's the best part of a cruise? The be- Well, the eating and drinking nonstop is okay. incredible. But uh, the part that I have, so the fiance was not a huge fan of cruises. We've done one cruise before we went to Alaska in 2019, and that was oh, incredible. Okay. What's great about it is that as you're, like, you're actively being moved from one place to another while doing things. So you could be watching a show. You could be uh, going. They have, like, casinos on board. You're swimming. You're doing stuff while you're being transported to other places. You get off the boat. You go do an excursion or two. You get back on the boat, and boom. Like, it's just you're, there's always something to do, right? And, like, there's everything um, 
there's just so much to do. But the best part, I think that that's the best part about a cruise is you go to different places. Like, when would I ever just go to Tortola, the British Virgin Islands, you know? Right, so right. So the fact that I can see six other islands in a matter of eight days, like, that's the best part, I think. It sounds like to me I'd be a little sketchy and a little scared if it was the boat because I feel like it's going to be, like, naked and afraid. They're going to drop me off in some <laughs> – they're going to take my clothes and drop me off in some foreign land and be like, go ahead, man. Work your way back, homeboy. And, oh, by the way, here's your, here's your homegirl that you're going to hang out and it's, it's like some mud duck that I'm kicking it with. You know what I mean? Like, kidding these, me? These boats are incredible. And the one that – so we're going on the Celebrity Cruise Line is the ship that we're going on, and I guess that they recently – like just kind of revamped to their whole line. And so it's like, it's bougie, bougie. So I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Well, here we go, Cassie. Before we let you go, I have to ask you this because it is 4th of July weekend. And for okay. some sick, twisted reason, every 4th of July, I watch this damn hot dog eating contest. I don't know why. Disgusting. I disgusting. hate hot dogs. It is a disgusting <laughs> show, but I watch it every 4th of July. So I know that you're a big fan. Like when we're in the uh, press box, you'll go and see what the food <laughs> is. You like to, you, like to, uh, you know, uh, pile up on, on whatever you like you know whatever's good yeah. so what would cassie soto eat professionally if you had to eat something professionally what would you pick donuts easy Ooh, donuts. how many could you how yeah. many do you think you could eat how much time do they get uh i think they get 10 minutes 10 minutes uh, 13 wow <laughs> wow 13 donuts in 10 minutes? I could probably eat. If it's Krispy Kremes, I'm bumping it up to like 20 because that's mostly air. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I would be. I mean, yeah. I, I think I just got diabetes listening to that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Those Krispy yeah. Kreme. I, man, I can't I even eat one. Like, diabetic shock or something. Yes, I'm telling <laughs> you. happening, but oh, no. Krispy, if there's a box of Krispy Kremes, I'm putting away three, like without blinking. Wow. What about you, Demond? Yeah. You got a you got a food that you think you could pound away? Oh man, you give me some wings. I think I think Oh, I, you I, did eat a lot of wings. When we were at Oyo, you ate a bunch of wings. You ate like fifty of them, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah, man, I can get down on some wings. Maybe like the speed portion I'd have to train myself up to be yeah. on that Joey Chestnut level, you know, dipping it in the water and stuff. That's gross. That is so <laughs> gross, dude. <laughs> Chicken wings are gross, like, just when you eat them regularly. What? Like, whoa, them, like, whoa, we got to get her off the show. Hey, hey, hey. we got to get her off the show. Hey, now there, yeah. Cassie. Hey, you, you know what? You better take your tail back and get on that damn boat. You better get on that boat and start cruising around the world. <laughs> bacon bacon, and chicken wings are like 1A, 1B for me of stuff I don't really eat. Oh, my goodness. Well, Cassie, yeah. like, you can't be perfect. <laughs> you I can't, know. You can't I know. be perfect. I have to have my flaws. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, enjoy your vacation. Thanks so much for joining us like you do on the regular. I promise you I won't hit you up. I'll let you go ahead and enjoy your trip. When you get back, though, be ready to go to work. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'll be back on the 10th. So any day after that, Q. You there it is. I got you. I'll you guys have a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, Cassie. There she goes. Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review Journal does a fantastic job with them. Obviously, hops on here with us at VegasNation.com. You can check out our work and on Twitter at underscore Cassie Soto. And apparently, not a big fan of chicken wings, not a big fan of bacon. That and, those that deserves a boo. Like I mean, it really does. It, it really does. You know, but I'm not going to give her a boo because she does great work. <laughs> but man, that's that's almost that's almost sinful, man. And then she talked about eating 13 damn donuts? Yeah, see what? You know what? I don't even think donuts would be that fun to eat that many of them. I don't I couldn't eat more than like maybe two and definitely not Krispy Kreme because Krispy Kreme are so damn sweet. 
I just couldn't do it. There's just no way. What I used to do, and my dad, I got a shout-out to my dad. He used to do this all the time. We'd go to the donut store, and we'd buy, he'd buy apple fritters. And he would take them home. We wouldn't eat them. He'd take them home and pull out some butter, and he'd, he'd cut the butter and slice and, you know, put it on top, spread it all over the apple fritter, put it in the microwave, heat it up, and then the butter would soak into the apple fritter. And then when you bite into it, it's just the butter just pours out. I'm listening. And it's like a greasy, disgusting habit, but it was so good at that time. I bet you if I tried that right now, I would I would throw myself down the stairs. Like, I don't think I'd be able to – you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I just – I'm not built like that anymore. I don't think I could do that anymore. I'm not even a big candy person or a sugar guy anymore. Like, I really can't do that. But uh, that back in the day, that used to be my go-to. Go get that apple fritter and put, a, put some butter on it and melt that thing. My dad taught me that, so – there you go. So there, there, man. That's <laughs> that's funny. She said donuts. Raider Nation. Let me ask you. How about we do this as we go to break? What could you eat, or what do you think you would eat professionally if you had ten minutes, hot dog style, Fourth of July hot dog eating contest style? Joey Chestnut always wins that. Matter of fact, when we talk to Jeff Benson coming up at four o'clock, I'll get the odds on that too. Because I, I promise you, I'm going to watch it on Monday. I ain't going to be working. I'm going to be checking it out. And I think it's the most disgusting thing ever is watching these guys, uh, you know, try to force these things down their throat and putting all this buns in the damn water. And all of a sudden you see these guys, like, jumping up and down and all this. Like, what in the hell are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? It's the most disgusting thing. I watch it. No, they're not. I watch it religiously every single year. And it is disgusting, but I do it. So I want to hear from you, Raider Nation, 702-365-9200, Salmon Ash text line 69187, keyword R&R. What could you eat? What food could you eat professionally? How much of it could you eat in 10 minutes? And then also let us know, since we want to keep it Raiders as well, let us know who you believe is the most underrated Raider currently on the roster. 320 is the time. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. Speaking of the Aces, and they start winning consistently again? What in the world is going on with the LV Aces? Dropped three out of the last four games. The last game they lost just the other night was not good. Well, none of them are good, but just got out of control quick, fast, and in a hurry. Hate to see that, man. A really good team. Coach Hammond's doing a really good job. Have multiple all-stars. They're just not playing good right now. I don't know if they have enough gas, and I don't know if they have enough depth. Two things that go hand-in-hand. you got to have the depth. If you don't have the depth, you're going to have players playing a lot of minutes. And if they're playing a lot of minutes, they could run out of gas. So we'll continue to update you on how the Aces are doing around here as we love to check in on them, and they are the Sisters of the Raiders, owned by Mark Davis. They play at the Michelob Ultra Arena, and we always like to check in on them, and you can hear their games on our sister station. ESPN Las Vegas. We've got a lot of different topics that we're talking about. We've had a couple good guests on the show. Paul Gutierrez from ESPN also just had Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review Journal. She's on her way to some awesome cruise for the next eight days, and she's going to drink and eat a lot is what I got out of that uh, conversation. And she also said she can eat 13 donuts in 10 minutes. And so in the spirit of Fourth of July, you know it's the Fourth of July when you see the hot dog eating contest. Joey Chestnut representing the Bay Area. He's the winner every single year, just about. So disgusting. I think he's, what is he up to, like 60-something? Uh, not donuts, 60-something hot dogs. He, what's the last that he had? Was I thought he got up to 70. Uh, he, he probably did. I can't remember exactly the number, but I know I root for him. That, like I say it's disgusting, but I pull for him every single time. Like I'm like, all right, 
I'm sitting on the end of my couch. No joke. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, all right, let's go. Everyone focus in. Wife, come sit down. Wife, wife, Joey's on. Let's go. Like, I'm, I'm really, I'm locked in like that, right? I'm really paying attention. And boom, then we watch. And then Joey wins. And then I'm like, that's such a disgusting thing. But I do watch it faithfully. 76. Yeah, 76. That's, how do you eat 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes? That's just so wild. So one of the questions that we threw out there on the Raider Nation listener line and also the Salmon Dash text line at 69187, keyword R&R, 702-365-9200, Spirit of 4th of July, what food do you think that you can eat a lot of in 10 minutes? Me, I always think Cassie said donuts. DeMond said wings. I'm a big fan of nachos and tacos, but neither one of those do I think that you can binge eat. You know what I mean? I don't think – like nachos, what am I going to do, eat like multiple plates of nachos? I'm, I'm lucky if I eat one plate. You know what I mean? Just because, well, I like I like nachos with, you know, the meat on it, the, the cheese sauce on it, all that. So I like big plates of nachos. I'm a big fan of nachos, and then I, lo- I love tacos as well. I think those are my two favorites. Anytime the wife's like, well, what do you, you want to eat? I was like, well, we're going to get some nachos. Well, we can get some tacos. Q, I yeah. just went to the Major League Eating website, okay. MajorLeagueEating.com. Okay. I'm looking at Joey Chestnut's records. Yeah. We need to stop talking right now. His record for tacos, just the soft Taco Bell tacos that we all know and love. No, we don't. We don't love them. 53 in 10 minutes. That's so – that's – wow. 53 tacos in 10 minutes? Yes. That's insane. And then the wings, I'm going to shut up too because long form – 182 wings in 30 minutes. No way. Who can sit there and eat for 30 minutes? Wait, hold on. (laughs) Who can sit and eat for 30 minutes to begin with? A trained athlete. 30 minutes of – I could barely sit at the table for 30 minutes, period, let alone just eat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm – if I'm sitting at the table 30 minutes, that's conversation and eating. That's not just eating. I couldn't sit there for 30 minutes and eat. Wings and how many? 185? 182 in 30 minutes. Jeez, that, ooh, like that's just, that is disgusting. Also, for Cassie, 55 glazed donuts in eight minutes. No way. Oh my goodness. 55 in eight minutes? There's no reason for that. That's so over the top. So over the top. But with that being said, I will be watching on Monday <laughs> to see what Joey Chestnut does. Like, what do you do? What do you do after you're done eating for a living? Like, what do you do after that? I mean, do you retire? Is there is there retirement for a professional eater? Or what? I mean, what do you do? You still got, you know, because all these things that he has records in, I'm sure that he's still got those ones that are like the specialty. So maybe if he loses it in hot dog eating, maybe he's still got it in wing eating, eating well, a little bit Well, you know, it's, it's, you know? it's funny because, you know, I can go to a game as a fan and I can sit around the game, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch it like I'm studying the game because I'm going to go talk about it on the radio. So I can go to a random, like, Rangers baseball game against the Orioles and have – and no damn well I'm not going to come and talk about it on the radio. But I'm going to watch for, like – I'm going to watch it like I'm supposed to be talking about it on the radio. So I wonder if he goes out to eat and, like, a, a, a plate of, of wings come and he's like – you know what I mean? Like, it just starts – they're like, hey, slow down, dog. You're not in the contest because you go back to what you know. You know what I mean? Like, can he actually sit down and eat and enjoy his food or is everything a speed race? You know what I just thought? It would be even funnier if he's like Michael Jordan, you know, like in the Last Dance doc, and I took that personally. <laughs> Somebody's just like, hey, Joey, I bet I can eat that faster than you. <laughs> and I took that personally. That was Cassie Soto. <laughs> she thought she could eat more donuts than me, and I took that personally. That's funny. That is funny. I like that. 
Hit us up, man. 702-365-9200. Salmon has text line 69187, keyword R&R. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Mac. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, Raider Mac? Hey, what's going on, man? I got a few things to, 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 to let loose. Okay. Now, if you haven't been on a cruise, man, it's the best thing about it. You can eat all day. You can get at dinner time. You can get doubles and triples if you want. I mean, it is great, man. So it, you got to do it. You got to do it where she's going. But for her not to like wings and bacon, Oh, no, you got to take her off the list. I know she's a good reporter, but we got to take her off the list. Hey, the guy that I think that's under that, that is A.J. Cole. You know why? Because A.J. Cole changes the field. I mean, that guy, That guy. We, we've had three great punters. Ray Guy, mm-hmm. and uh, we had, uh, what's his name? Leckler. Uh, Leckler, and King was good. I don't yeah. know what happened with him and group, but he was a hell of a punter. I, I, yeah, I, he was. I, I, yeah, so... So I think AJ changes the field position. Go look at what he did last the last couple of years. He has changed the field position. So that's my underrated guy. And um, as far as far as some of my, it would be the wings. I, I would have to eat the wings. I can't. Eat, I can't watch no hot dog show. I'm with you. I, I don't watch that. I, it, it, it's just so so crazy. How but many I, How many wings could yeah, you so, eat in ten minutes? Probably I could eat a probably about fifty, nowhere close to to that. But they got to be bone in. You cannot have a contest with wings with um, boneless wings, man. Yeah, that, that's I agree. Cheap. I agree. That's cheap. That's cheap. Hey, what I, what I are you guys going to be able to go to? Um, I know you were you guys the media was shut out for uh, mini camp and stuff. Um, what's the status on on, on you guys going in and, and reporting? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be there. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. Yeah, we'll be there every day. Every day that they have practice, uh, training camp is open. You know, we'll be there. We'll probably still be three football fields away, but we're still there. You know, we'll be there, and we'll be able to bring you every kind of sound, every sight. Uh, there's still there's only an open period when it comes to pictures and, and videos, and that's usually during stretching, and then they say, all right. Camera session's over, camera time, you know, so you can't do that. But we can still tweet out information. We obviously could take notes. We can, you know, have our binoculars out and watch or whatever the case may be. And you know what? Maybe maybe it's a little bit different for training camp. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a little bit we're closer to the action. Who knows? I mean, this is the first time we're going to do this with this regime. But, I mean, just in general, we'll definitely be there. So that that's going to be a good thing. That's going to be fun. And the, the uh, rookies report on the 18th, the veterans on the 20th, and I'm assuming we'll be out there probably around the 21st or 22nd because just the, the day that they report is not the day that we have to be there. The day that they actually get to action is the day that we have to be there. So I'm assuming it's probably going to be the 21st or 22nd when we really go. But you'll you'll know it, brother, because we'll be out there. <laughs> we'll be out there in a major way. There'll be a lot of days where uh, I'll be doing the show from right where I'm at right now uh, at the house because you'll have to go from the practice uh, facility right to the house to jump on the radio depending on the time. So it's a it's a grind. It's a good grind, and we'll be ready to rock and roll. So thank you so much for that call. Got a couple texts on the Salmon Ash text line I wanted to get to, 69187, keyword R&R. Uh, Mailman Raider said, I got to chime in on this food contest. Give me 10 pounds of mashed potatoes. I'll get at least 8 pounds down in 10 minutes. 8 pounds of mashed potatoes. 8 pounds in 10 minutes. That's a lot of mashed potatoes, brother. Lots of mashed potatoes. I I like mashed potatoes, but I don't like mashed potatoes that much. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do eight pounds. I couldn't. I probably couldn't do a pound, let alone eight pounds. You know what? You know what they always say? Like getting a world record, just <laughs> do something that hasn't been done yet. 
Yeah. I don't see that on Joey Chestnut's list. So, Mailman Raider, you could be the mashed potato eating champion. There you go. There you go. It's uh, life goals, brother. Life goals. <laughs> Thank you so much for that text. Do appreciate that. Uh, we got another text from Vegas Pete. Uh, if you didn't know, July 4th is Al Davis's birthday. Every year they would throw a big party, usually at Caesars Palace. If the shops didn't have Raiders gear, uh, they would have it sent. Can you imagine how fun those parties were with guys like Twos, Snake, and Villapiano? Al loved Las Vegas. I wonder if Mark does any celebrating to honor his dad. That's from Vegas Pete. And, yes, I did realize that 4th of July is Al Davis's birthday. Uh, matter of fact, do a podcast every 4th of July with uh, John Kingdon, who tells the story of Al Davis, and that will be no different on Monday. I'll put it out on the Locked On Raiders podcast, uh, but yeah, no doubt, and it's so funny. I remember Fourth uh, of July last year was actually the fourth. Well, that was my first Fourth of July here in Las Vegas on Fourth of July weekend last year. On the third, I got in my car in Texas and drove all the way to Texas or to, to Vegas. But I stopped in Albuquerque because I drove for so long I just couldn't go any farther. So uh, I got like halfway through New Mexico and I shut it on down, and then I finished off the drive. On uh, the 4th of July, I got it to my mom's house probably around noon or whatever on the 4th of July. And you know how many fireworks I saw that night? Zero. I went immediately to sleep. Man, all that driving, I was wore out. So uh, I unloaded my car, uh, went into the house. My mom said, oh, here's your room. And I said, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, I'm going to stay up and watch the fireworks. Yeah, psych. And I went immediately to sleep, and I didn't see or hear anything. Now, what I did do before I did go to sleep, I drove by the facility. That was the first time I had seen the facility in person, and it was the 4th of July, so I took a picture of the Al Davis torch because I knew it was his birthday, and the torch is always burning. So I did that, tweeted it out. Then I went back to my mom's house and went straight to sleep. It was a wrap. Yeah, man, 4th of July, man. I, it's do you are you a fireworks person? Do you like to watch fireworks? If you wouldn't have been so tired on this past one, I mean fireworks are cool. I'm trying to decide what we're gonna do this year. I don't really know. Uh, we're trying to decide what we're gonna do since this is our first year. We almost went back to Texas for the Fourth of July weekend, but we didn't. Um, so I don't know. We're gonna go somewhere and watch them. Uh, we'll probably watch them at GVR because all the cool people hang out at GVR. Um, at least us cool people hang out at GVR. So I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna figure out something. Um, but yeah, I mean, fireworks are cool. It's not something that I have to see, obviously, as I was asleep last night or last uh, last year. But you know, it's it's cool, and I, I hear that the fireworks show here in Las Vegas is pretty cool. So there's that. So you're never that person on the block that's like, hey, everybody gather around because I'm about to be lighting off some. No, uh, no, <laughs> no. I've never been really that guy. I will say one year though in Texas, uh, our daughter she had worked at a at the Fourth of July the little stand. Mm-hmm. She had worked at it, so she brought home a bunch of fireworks. So of course, I'm you know I'm at the house. I was like, hey, I got an idea. I'll light up a bunch of fireworks. You know, I'll, so I go out in the middle of the street, and we're not supposed to be lighting up fireworks in our neighborhood. It was just it wasn't uh, approved in the in the area. So I'm lighting them up, lighting them up, having a good old time. You know, I'm <laughs> laughing, you know, joking. I may or two have a colder beverage or two in my hand, and I'm lighting these things up. Next thing I know, man, I look up the street, and there is a big old SUV hitting the corner. Man, it's like. Boom, boom, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? It was the police SUV, and they rolled up on me, and, you know, it's like, oh, blank. And so I <laughs> I dropped the lighter out of my hand. I might have dropped my cold beverage on the ground. It didn't break, though. But <laughs> it was like you were so shocked, right? I was like, oh, man, I got caught red-handed. And so anyway, long story short, he was like, well, uh, uh, you know, I could do this. I give you a citation. You know, we went through everything he could do, and then he told me just to go in the backyard and, and light them off if I want to do that because they're not allowed technically to go into our backyard. And so I said, well, if I do that, 
if I light them off in the backyard, won't I be kind of risking the houses near us that are in the backyard? He goes, yeah, absolutely. So we don't suggest you do it, but I'm just telling you that you, I can't get you if you're in your backyard. And I was like, oh. Nah, I'm cool. Because that would just, you know what I mean? Like, I just felt like I was setting myself up for failure. I go back there and light off a firework, then all of a sudden the neighbor's house is on fire, and then it's my fault. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm good. No thanks. But, man, when that thing, when that SUV, I, I swore, and maybe it was my blurred vision, but when that SUV hit the corner, dog, I swear it was, like, hovering. I thought it was, like, on two wheels. Like, it was doing a wheelie. You know, like, you saw the Dukes of Hazard or, or those old action flicks back in the day where they hit the corner and they were going so fast that their car was on the side. I thought that the SUV was on its side. I was like, man, that thing is coming after me. And that's what made me drop everything I had in my hands, including the lighter. <laughs> Caught red-handed. Okay, yeah, I, my story, I wasn't, I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs> I got something, but I ain't got that. Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead, man. Tell your 4th of July story. Oh, it's no, okay. it's just going to be just last 4th of July as well. Like, um, because in Pahrump, I was out in Pahrump, and it, they're legal out there, but in certain areas. I remember one of my first summers being out of high school, I worked at the fireworks place. But so, you know, everybody in Pahrump, you know how to get the fireworks. And mm. then you get the fireworks and you out there, wait, we're just popping them in the desert. Who cares? And the exact same thing happened. I didn't like see like the, I didn't see like the cops coming like you did, like a flash, like a yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, man, they're coming. So everybody's trying to get up in their cars <laughs> and then and, like drive off. And then it's just like, dude, I'm not running from the police. I'm not about to get into a police chase over fireworks. Right. So I'm just going to stay right here. Just take the L. Yeah, exactly. And then they come <laughs> over and then you're trying to like, you know, put dirt over everything. And it's just like, we know what you got. Like you, you what the fireworks just, they just magically came out from this spot. This guy said, I tried to put dirt over the fireworks. Yeah, man. Come on. you. <laughs> I know where the bodies are buried. <laughs> And you know, you know. I mean, you know, cops. You know, they they know how to do their job. A little detective work. Yeah, of course. That's why they do what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and like they said, we could we could find you. We could give you the citation or whatever. But just get out of here. And it's like, yeah, yeah no problem, officer. See, that's 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 good looking out right there. Keep a keep a young bro out of trouble, man. We definitely appreciate that. Three forty is the time. We want to hear from you, Raider Nation. We've got so many different subjects to talk about. It's Fourth of July weekend, man. Some folks getting out of town. Some folks just getting to the house. The wife just rolled in the house right now. She got off work early. So she's making sure I'm staying on point. She's here making sure I, I'm doing my job right. So she got off work early. A lot of folks getting off work early to celebrate the 4th of July weekend. We want to hear from you, 702-365-9200. Salmon text line is 69187, keyword R&R. In the spirit of 4th of July, in the spirit of the, the, the hot dog eating contest, what food could you eat or do you feel like you can eat professionally? How many can you put away in a 10-minute time period like the hot dog eating contest like Joey Chestnut does currently at 76? That is wild. What food would it be that you would eat professionally? Let us know about that. And then also when it comes to the silver and black, who is the most underrated player that you believe is on the roster right now? 341 is the time. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. It's unnecessary roughness. The judge, Lester Hayes, joining us now. That's YQ. Of course, our team kept winning. Kept winning, Q, because of our training. You got to put in the work and the time and the perseverance and the patience to train your body and train your brain. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll hear from Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. We'll ask him about Kevin Durant and the moving and shaking going on in the NBA. 
talk about the money lines, talk about UFC, maybe maybe ask him about UFC 276, his thoughts on that. We'll also ask him about the hot dog eating contest, the odds on Joey Chestnut. Can you make any money on Joey Chestnut anymore? He's got to be the favorite. It, it, it can't be, you know, you're making too much money on, on Joey. Joey Jaws, as I like to call him. So we'll do that coming up at 4 o'clock. But we've been having a lot of fun. I mean, it's 4th of July weekend. Sometimes you got to let your hair down and have some fun. Had a couple questions that we want to throw out there to you at 702-365-9200. Also, the Sam and Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. First one is about the Raiders. Who is the most underrated player on the roster? I was reading an article earlier. They said Foster Moreau. I don't think it's Foster Moreau. I went with Deron Harmon. Damon, he rolled with uh, Mac Hollins. We've had others say Divine Diablo. A.J. Cole's been mentioned a couple times. Colton Miller was mentioned once. Who do you think's a underrated Raider, the most underrated Raider on the current roster? And then we're having some fun talking about food and contests and what you can eat, what you think you can eat in 10 minutes, some, some kind of contest you think you can eat food professionally, like Joey Chestnut does with the hot dogs. I guess last year he had 76. It's just crazy. 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. But we've been having some fun with that. Got a text. And this made me remember, oh, Big Deuce hit us up on the Sam and Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. He says, shrimp would be my food. I'm doing at least 100-plus in 10 minutes. That's from Big Deuce. And that made me think of back in the day, and I don't even know if – I don't know how many people even remember this, but back in the day, I used to go to the Sizzler all the time. My mom used to take me to Sizzler all the time. My pops took me to Sizzler too. And Sizzler had all-you-could-eat shrimp, and they had steak. But I just wanted to eat shrimp. All I wanted to do was eat shrimp, 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 shrimp. So I'd be like, let me get the all-you-can-eat shrimp and steak, you know, whatever. But I wouldn't, eat, I wouldn't even eat the steak. I wouldn't even touch the steak because all I wanted to do was get all the shrimp you can eat. And I would literally count every single shrimp that I ate that was on the plate. And I tried to break – I wasn't trying to break like Joey Chestnut's record, but I was trying to break my own record every single time. So if I had four or five plates of shrimp one week, the next time we went, I'd have to have six. If I had six, you know what I mean? Like, and I would stuff myself trying to get that shrimp down, but I sure would. So Big Deuce, that's a good one. I like that shrimp. It reminds me of going to Sizzler back in the day. <laughs> so. Are Sizzlers still around? I don't have any idea. I don't know. <laughs> the last time I, I, I remember there used to be a Sizzler in Hayward over by my boy Corey's house back in the day, but that was a long time ago. I don't really know if there's even a Sizzler uh, open anymore. They probably aren't, but – they were giving away all that steak and shrimp for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had to close down and gave out too much shrimp. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I asked the wife. I said that she's home. She got home early from work. I asked her what, what hers would be, and she said pecan pie. And she said it's so sweet that she'd probably vomit afterwards, but she said pecan pie is the one that she feels like that she could eat professionally. She would just pound that one, pecan pie. I'm okay. Pecan pie is great, but I couldn't eat a lot of it either. There's no way I could eat a lot of pecan pie. I'd be a done deal records. It'd be a wrap. No way. Yeah, I feel like for me, for any of these things, it couldn't be anything sweet because I'd be tired of it after two servings of whatever it is. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, Mandy hit us up on Twitter and said there's a firework ban in McLennan County due to the extreme drought conditions. Glad you all didn't come the way to Texas for the 4th of July. That's from Mandy. She's actually out in Texas, works for the TV station out there in, uh, in the 254. So uh, there you go. Uh, we wouldn't have been able to see any fireworks in, in McLennan County. And then I would have had to light some up, and then that SUV would have hit that corner and been like, wabada, yabada, yabada. <laughs> I'm just assuming that's what the SUV sounds like when it hits the corner. I'm just saying. That's 
what it sounds like to me. Uh, we got a text from Sir Whiskey Ray, 69187, keyword R&R. You what? I said don't do it. Don't do what? Don't read it? <laughs> Are you sure? Go for it. Hold on. I gotta re- Now I got to read it. Like, I got to proofread it real quick. Hold on. I, I'll, I'll proofread. I'll, I better wait. Mailman Raider, said, uh, Mailman Raider said there's still a Sizzler open in Pinole. How about that? Let's go. All I remember is we're going to Sizzler. We're going to Sizzler. Remember that? Shout oh, yeah. White to- Man Can't Jump, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir Whiskey Ray said there's a Sizzler open here in the Colma area. Look at that. I'm locating Sizzlers. I'm putting Sizzler on the map. I think Sizzler needs to advertise. You know what I mean? I Those just talk- three locations. Yeah. <laughs> Sizzler.com. Locate where you. <laughs> ah, that's cool. I like that. That's good stuff. I'm still trying to get. I, I don't know. I'm going to. I'll skip the other text because you said don't read it. So uh, normally that means that I was going to read something that was going to set me up for failure. So I'm not going to do that at all. But uh, yeah, there you go. What, what is that look on your face? You got the worst look ever. I care about you. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I want you to read it during the break, and you're just going to be like, ah. Okay, how about this one from Sir Whiskey Ray? I think we like Cassie now as our number one person who loves to eat food. Can we throw a party for her before she goes on a cruise? Sincerely, donuts, all-you-can-eat buffets, your local dentist, and toothpaste. That's funny. That's a funny one. 13 donuts. 13 donuts in 10 minutes. That's pretty wild. One more. Oh, this one's cold. Mailman Raider said, do you think JPP has picked up a firework in the last few years? If you remember Jason Pierre Paul, uh, he had a firework accident, and it wasn't funny. I'm laughing because DeMond's DeMond's in the studio shaking his head. That's why I'm laughing. But Jason Pierre Paul had that firework incident, and, uh, yeah, man, that is real stuff. But he was dealing with – I mean, he might as well have been lighting up fire uh, dynamite. You know what I mean? Like the fireworks I was lighting up. Compared to what he was lighting up, are way different ball games. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blow off my hand. Uh, and he did. I mean, he he blew a what? It was a couple fingers, right? That at least yeah, it was three it, of them. It, it was three, not three total fingers though, right? It wasn't the whole thing. It yeah, was pretty it's close. Almost like nubs at this point. Yeah. Well, hey man, I'm, I'm being honest. I mean, no, I know. the like the the cast that he had to play with. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, that's right. He's a free agent right now too. I think. I don't think he's signed uh, a deal, or did he go to Baltimore? I don't know. He was he was a free agent. I know he went to visit, I thought, with Baltimore, so I'll have to do the research on that. But uh, there you go, Raider Nation. Uh, those are the texts and the, and the calls and the feedback that we got. Uh, got a tweet right here from Chanderson. I have a sizzler down the street from my office in Orange County. Get lunch there once a month. There you go. Look at that. I'm locating where all the sizzlers are, man. We got uh, – man, I, I, I'm sorry. I need to put some more respect on sizzler's name. Do we not have one here in the Vegas area? Not that we, I know of. If we do, I'm going to one tonight. Yeah, but they're probably. I'm, I'm sure they ain't got that same unlimited deal on the. Uh, that was the shrimp. only special that they they needed was uh, unlimited shrimp and uh, and then they had steak and then they had a good salad bar too. The salad bar was pretty good. That just sounds like a bad advertising. Well, hold on, was it unlimited steak or just the shrimp? The shrimp. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, it was just steak and all you can eat shrimp. I think that's how they were. Oh, okay, it. I thought the steak was also all you. Also no, all you I just eat. never touched the steak. Oh, okay. It's like I would order it for no reason. Just because I wanted the accessory, it's like I, it's like buying a Happy Meal for the toy, you know. Now I'm kind of looking at you sideways because you wasted a good steak. I didn't know I was a kid. What I know? I didn't even like steak. To be honest, I wasn't even a steak guy until I went to Texas. I wasn't even a steak guy. 
Now I'm a bone-in ribeye, and they don't have no bone-in ribeye at Sizzler. Mm. How do we know? <laughs> oh, I know. Even though I wasn't the steak guy, believe me, Sizzler wasn't rolling out no bone-in ribeye, brother. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we went down this rabbit hole. That's what I don't know. I don't even know how to get out of this rabbit hole, but we're going to try our best. 3.55 is the time. Raider Nation, you can keep on hitting us with your feedback. Salmon Ash text line is 69187, keyword R&R. Also, we've got the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Coming up next, we got Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. He's going to kick off hour number three of the show. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.